Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 143. Yeah. Episode 143, we're in our fifth season, guys. This is our fifth year of the Success Edge podcast. I mean, man, how about that? Five years that we've been doing the TSE, baby, for the SEC. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, We're just taking a little stroll, a little drive up the road. Uh, I'm headed to, I got a couple appointments this morning, and then I'll be headed back to my office uh, later today. But I wanted to talk to you about a conversation, a couple conversations actually, that I had with a couple people uh, yesterday. Uh, so yesterday I had a pretty long, lengthy drive uh, to my one and only appointment, but it was still a, a fairly awesome appointment. Um, man, I tell you, uh, yeah, I just got to say this. Uh, so you know the verse that uh, we talk that actually is on my intro, Proverbs uh, chapter twenty nine, um, verse. Ooh, I'm not sure even what the verse is, uh, the verse is. I know it's in Proverbs twenty nine, <laughs> maybe eleven. Uh, oh man. Anyway, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I'm recording this live, so it's, and this ain't getting edited. Anyway, um, you know, I, I have to admit um, and and just let you guys know that. You know, as you are um, progressing through where you're at in life, okay. Um, you know, allow. Please hear this. Hear this. What I say. This. Please allow the process of the skill set you're developing, coupled with the anointing that God has on your life, to manifest. Okay. Let me say that again. Please allow the process of the anointing that's on your life and the skill set set that you're developing. So there's two things going on there. You know, God has his anointing on your life, but there's also a skill set. There's also something that you're talented at and that you're developing. The gift that you you have, you're developing. You're working on that craft. You're perfecting that craft, but it's under the anointing, okay? Because... What it says, and you know, in the very beginning of my intro of Proverbs 20, 29, basically comes out to being this: is that, you know, do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Another version of that Bible um, translation says, "You will not stand before ordinary men." And you know, guys, I. I'm just going to have to tell by the you know grace of God that's on my life, the the anointing that's on my life. Um, I'm starting to see that manifest in my life. I have um, you know the the skill set of selling, the skill set of relationship building, the skill set of communicating, um, the things that I I know that are are skill sets of mine. 
the skill set of um, you know recognizing and understanding leadership. Uh, these skill sets that I know that God has you know given me as gifts. Um, you know I'm not good at you know detail work. I'm not good at you know singing. I'm not good at playing an instrument. Uh, I remember whenever I you know tried out or tried singing a solo. Um, one time on a mission trip and, uh, this lady named Mama Ruth, uh, she just, she couldn't even get me to hit, hit a note. I didn't even know what a note was. Uh, so anyway, that was, um, neither here nor there, but, but anyway, you know, gang, let me tell you something about that verse that guess what you will, you will develop that skill set, and the anointing on your life will bring you before great men and women. I'm living proof of that right now. Um, uh, just, and just, you know, as far as yesterday, um, I sat in front of a superintendent. I sat in front of the CFO. I sat in front of um, the uh, director of curriculum. And could I have done that, you know, a couple of years ago? No, I couldn't have done that a couple of years ago. But because of the the gift that I have and developing that gift and allowing the, the anointing on my life to continue to help me with that gift and, you know, really ultimately that gift bringing me before great men, trust me, um, you won't be, if you, if you just allow the anointing to flourish, you got, you know, you know one thing you got to know is you got to know your skill set. You got to know your gifts. Uh, for one thing, that's a that's a big, big little wake up call right there, uh, because if you know that, then you know you can go and apply your gifts to wherever you need, wherever you feel called to apply those gifts and anointing. And you know, as long as you're being celebrated there, as long as you're not being tolerated, uh, or you know, again, if you're being celebrated at where you're at, then you're definitely uh, that's a key indicator of being in the perfect will of God. All right. So that's not even my topic today. <laughs> that was a little bonus uh, that just kind of came out of me uh, right there. But, you know, hey, I'm just riding along. We're having a conversation right now. I hope that uh, something that I share with you helps you out. You know, every day, pretty much, you know, for the last, goodness, uh, almost uh, now 10 years. Um, yeah, almost about 10 years now, I have read uh, a book or a chapter in Proverbs pretty much every day. Okay, so today that I'm actually recording this is uh, the 13th of, uh, of wherever, whatever month I'm in, or September. And, you know, I am, I'm, I've read, I just this morning I read Proverbs 13. And I made that a consistent habit over the last 10 years. And man, it has definitely produced uh, valuable, valuable wisdom, insight, you know, for me. And I would highly, highly, highly recommend this. I'm not saying you have to do this, but I'd highly, highly, highly recommend, you know, reading the book of Proverbs on a very consistent basis. It takes maybe two minutes. If you've got the Bible app, um, you can go down the road and you can uh, actually have the, uh, through your car radio, just like you're listening to me, maybe in your car right now or wherever you're at, or maybe in the shower, or wh- whatever it is, you can actually hit play on your Bible app and have the book of Proverbs read to you for that chapter. Um, I, that's just been something that I've done uh, for 
these number of years, and it definitely is paying off. Now, the thing is, it's you know, it's not exciting, it's not flashy, it's not a story. Uh, it's just good, um, good vegetables. That's that's the best way I can uh, describe proverbs. Is proverbs is just eating your vegetables. You've got to have a healthy vegetable diet, you know, in the physical. But in proverbs, man, it's just eating your greens, uh, eating uh, eating some uh, black-eyed peas. Well, wherever you're from, um, <laughs> eating your vegetables, your broccoli, eating those things that you need to take in. And one chapter has, you know, always and it's kind of really. I will say it's the it's the chapter or the be all end all chapter for me, but it has turned into a very special chapter in my life. Uh, especially the probably the verse that really does kind of stand out is Proverbs sixteen three, and if you've been with me for any length of time, um, I've talked about that verse. You know that verse in the and especially in the Amplified Classic uh, version, which says. You know, do, um, commit your ways, commit your way, commit uh, your way wholly. That means W H O L E uh, Y. What? No, L E Y. Whatever. <laughs> um, wholly to the Lord. Commit. You know, basically dedicate every. Commit your plans. Commit your way to the Lord. All right. Commit your way to the Lord. And. He, that's what it says in the Amplified, and He will cause your thoughts, that's literally what it says, your thoughts to become agreeable with His will so that your plans will be established and succeed. Alright? Now, in my conversations that I had, two, three conversations I had yesterday, uh, all revolved around planning did you realize, guys, that it's our responsibility to plan? Yeah. How about that? It's our responsibility to kind of, you know, not just sit there like a bump on a log, but actually have a direction, have a plan on where you're going. Okay? You know, there's, there's a statement uh, that's out there. I, I don't know if it's 100% the truth, but, you know, God really does. Well, I, I used to, the statement used to be, God can't steer a parked car. Okay? Well, I believe God could figure it out. All right? <laughs> because he's almighty. But still, let's just let's say it in this light. God does not like trying to steer a parked car. He doesn't like it. He doesn't want to do it. It's not part of it. And I'm just giving you that analogy that, you know, you've got to have some direction or a plan um, of where you're going. You know, a lot of times you sit there and, you know, you'll make a plan out of where you're going, okay, which is not a big deal. You know, you always want to involve the Holy Spirit in that plan. One of the gentlemen I was talking to yesterday, one of the gentlemen, um, you know, he he's he's obviously dealing with a lot, you know, in his life. And, you know, he's, his words, his words are, you know, man, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you just got to trust the Lord. You know, I, I, I don't know what, what you know, what's going on or what's happening around me, Tyler, but, you know, I'm just going to tr- trust the Lord. And, and you've heard me say this, guys. That is, that's the accurate statement. We've got to rely upon the, uh, the Holy Spirit to do that. But, you know, the Holy Spirit doesn't leave you high and dry. This is what I tried to get across to this gentleman yesterday. 
is that the Holy Spirit doesn't leave you high and dry. You know, he, he, and this will kind of uh, relate to the, to the latter part of what I'm going to talk about, but the Holy Spirit will, he's, he's all the while busying himself with every detail, all right, of, of what's going on. I mean, the Holy Spirit is, is the muscle of God. If you want to kind of get down to it, it's the power. He's, he is the powerhouse for, uh, the, the triune, uh, here on this earth. And as you are operating, you can actually tap into that wisdom and ask Holy Spirit what to do, how to do it, where do I need to go, what do I need to be doing. You can ask those questions without any hesitation and get insight. You might have to quiet yourself down to listen, but guess what? You can do that. I case in point. Um, there was a gentleman that was talking on a podcast that I was listening to yesterday. Actually, it was Andrew Walmack. Um, he, he was talking about uh, a, you know, a couple million dollar building project that he had, which was, I think, maybe about a two or three million dollar building project that he was doing. He took a loan out of the, uh, for the bank to secure the ground that where the building was, and then he had to go turn around and uh, get a construction loan. What he thought, let me just get the construction loan actually from the bank that I'm already dealing with. Well, the bank, him hauled around for about seven, uh, maybe 10 or 12 months, maybe. It was, it was an extended period of time. Let's just put it that way. It didn't happen, you know, automatically. And, you know, Andrew said he was getting just frustrated with the whole process. He was just, you know, here he was trying, he needed to build this building, you know, for his ministry that was expanding and he got in the land, but now all of a sudden here he was uh, needing to um, <clears throat> needing to get things done, and the bank was holding things up. And this is, you know, this is what happens whenever we go to the world to get things done. All right, when we don't when we don't rely upon the kingdom. And I know Andrew Walmack got fantastic, godly man, uh, but you know he even said it. You know, hey, I, I I didn't go to the kingdom. I didn't rely upon the kingdom at that time. All right. And after about a year of this, you know, going back and forth to the bank and waiting, I'll say, oh, yeah, we'll have it next month. Or, oh, well, you know, let's do it the following month. So Andrew finally says, you know what? I'm done with this. So Andrew says he, he's got on one of his, uh, I believe, where he lives, his piece of property, he's got this like nature trail that he goes, takes a prayer walk on, go to talk to the Holy talk, talk to the Lord. And he said he started praying in the spirit, and he started taking a walk, and he he got no long no further than a hundred yards down his thing, and all of a sudden, after just sitting there praying and praying in the Holy Spirit uh, for a period of time, this thought came back to him of a prophetic declaration that was spoken over his life two years prior, and that prophetic thing was directly about. Him not having to take a loan out from any bank that he already had, um, a bank already, you know, built in, and he asked, you know, that uh, that minister that prophesied over him what that bank was, and he said it was his partners. And guess what? As soon as he, he he said, I hadn't even thought about that prophecy in in two years. It and it was nowhere near my mind. But all of a sudden, when I took that walk and started praying the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit began to had brought that back up, that memory, that uh, that memory back up to my remembrance, 
and said I didn't need to go to the world system to get a, a loan out for the bank. I just needed to, you know, go uh, to what was already there, my partners, and believe that. Well, guess what? As soon as he walked back into the bank the next day, <laughs> he walked in. The bank says, okay, hey, we're ready. Uh, you're actually not going to need $3 million. We got you approved for $4 million for this construction loan. And Andrew said, hey, guys, thanks for all your work, but no thanks. Don't need it. Got it covered. Now, that's the step of faith, right? I mean, you've already got, you know, you've been waiting on this uh, for whatever, the a year to 18 months that he'd been waiting on this. And all of a sudden he goes, you know what? I got my direction. I got my plans. You know, my his plan was to build a building, but God had a, you know, detailed uh, steps inside that plan to, to make things happen. And guess what? With He said that within uh, four, I don't know what it was. It was a very short part. Let's just say it was below 12 months. But within 12 months, he already had the money and the building was built. How about that? And it was debt free. And everything else that he's done so far is debt free. And I, I don't even know what kind of dollar amount, you know, the value of his, you know, ministry, where his ministry's at, you know, in the buildings and the property and everything like that, which there are. But anyway, they're all debt free because he relies on the kingdom. The kingdom has answers for you guys. The kingdom is waiting on you to seek it out. Okay? I mean, the kingdom is your answer. That's why it says, blessed are the poor. And, and this is in Luke. Blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom. So if you're poor, guess what? You're, you've got the kingdom, man. You, you don't have to be poor no more. Man, I'm getting excited. But anyway, back to that gentleman. So I, I shared with that. Um, I didn't share that story with him, but I shared just some different stories that I've had. And, you know, where he's at, I, you know, he said, you know, man, I kind of felt led last night. And here's kind of the story that happened, you know, with me last night. And, man, God really, you know, helped me out with something that I didn't realize that I, you know, was listening to the Holy Spirit. But it was just something that I felt prompted to do. I'm like, you know, dude, I won't say his name because I didn't ask permission to. But anyway, I said, dude, that's that's Holy Spirit working in you, man. Learn to listen and to those gentle nudges. Learn to listen to those things that, you know, you might, uh, those ideas or those thoughts or those promptings that you have, that's hearing from the Holy Spirit. Now, let me go back to the whole planning thing, all right? So I was talking to another gentleman yesterday, and I talked about, you know, he's he's in the process of trying to look for another job, okay? And as he was talking to me, talking through this with me, you know, this has been going on for, uh, goodness, at least uh, six months for him. Hang on, let me get a quick drink of excess energy drinks. Hang on. So I'm getting <clears throat> sitting. I mean, I'm, I've been talking to this guy for goodness, you know, now four or five months about all this. Well, it has been a very difficult thing for him. You know, I think he's gotten him hauled around. And finally, you know, yesterday, Holy Spirit, you know, I just kind of felt like I needed to call this gentleman. Um, you know, maybe prompted from the Holy Spirit. So I picked the phone up and called him. And we're talking and so forth like that. And lo and behold, lo and behold, um, he basically says, you know, you know, Tyler, I just don't know what else to do. Um, I know that I need to hear from the uh, hear from the Lord and wait on him, you know, with all this. 
which that's what he had been doing. He had been patient. You know, he hadn't tried to manufacture something. He, he wasn't even fretful. He'd been patient about things. I mean, he, this, this gentleman was definitely, you know, had been waiting. Okay, he was okay with, he'd, he'd kind of gotten to the point where he is okay with the waiting. You know, if you heard me talk about that in episode 135 and even on my last episode that I just posted, you know, or if I even posted that episode, I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, being okay with the waiting or winning in the waiting. You know, this gentleman has actually been winning in the waiting. Okay, he's, he's, in, he's, he's at the right place at the right time and the right moment. You know, I, I know this because I know this gentleman and he, he's... He's, 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 he's tracking along, but you know what? Holy Spirit wanted me to call him. And there's one thing that I was able to share with him that he hadn't thought of before. And this is what goes back to the plan thing. Okay. So if you read in Proverbs 16, verse one, all right, I had never, I'd never saw this before up until recently. And I'd read this verse. Remember, I've been reading Proverbs six for 10 years now, and I never had really kind of put this uh, verse to, you know, got some insight and some revelation in this verse until recently, okay? So Proverbs 16, verse 1, if you read it actually in the Living Bible, okay, I'm actually, so let me just tell you what I'm getting ready to do. So I'm actually in traffic and I'm pretty much stopped, okay? It says, we can make our plans but the final outcome is in God's hands. Okay? So, here's the thing. We can make our plans. And that, if you read in some of the other versions of that, it says, the plans of a man belong, or plans belong to the heart of man, or from the heart of man, something like that. All right? But the final outcome is of the Lord. So, guess what? You still have to have a plan. You still have to have a direction of where you're going or what you're going to be doing. Right? You can't just be sitting there, again, like a bump on a log, you know, waiting around. And so my conversation with this gentleman was very simple. I said, I said, brother, (laughs) I'm not going to say his name, but uh, I said, brother, listen to me. I'm just going to, you know, give you some insight on something that you can do that I would recommend. Give yourself a plan. Give yourself some direction. Go and write out exactly what you want in a job. Write out perfectly the perfect scenario of what you want in a job. And I got this uh, from actually listening to Bill Winston um, and his wife. His wife had moved back, uh, they'd moved to Oklahoma, and, you know, and he, uh, Brother Winston was actually, you know, going to seminary, uh, seminary school at Oral Roberts University, and his wife needed a job. Well, they they knew the they knew the kingdom that the kingdom would produce for them what they asked for because they needed to ask and because they were in right standings they were living righteously they knew they had the confidence that whatever they asked for they could have wow that just what I just said right there guys you need to hit the little 15 second button right now and go back and listen to it again <laughs> what I just said that was awesome <clears throat> and because of that they she she wrote out everything she wanted in a job. Everything she wanted. I mean, this is awesome. So awesome what she did. She wrote out everything she wanted. She wanted a car. She wanted it uh, from the company. She wanted a, a car that was gonna that she could use, that they could give her. Uh, she wanted to be 15 minutes from her office. She wanted to be paid this amount of money. She wanted uh, to be in the um, IT industry. 
all these things that she wanted, she wrote down. And you know what? She and her husband, uh, Brother Winston, got in agreement about that. They prayed over it, came in agreement, and just left in the hands of the Lord. Well, what ended it interesting, you know, two or three days later, this gentleman comes that knows them uh, to the house and is, I think, either going to have some, you know, dinner with them or just kind of come in to say hello. And he comes in and he says, hey, Sister Veronica, by the way, I, I know that you're actually, you know, looking for, you know, a job. Have you found a job yet? And her exact answer was this. I'm one day closer to getting the job I want. And he goes, well, praise God. Hey, I know somebody that might be looking to hire, you know, at such and such company. And guess what? She went and interviewed at that job. It was exactly the thing that she wrote down for the plan that she wanted. Now, here's where God comes in. Okay? Here's where God comes in. God takes the details of how that's going to happen or unfold. So, Sister Veronica, uh, uh, Pastor Winston's uh, wife, basically said, this is what I want. <clears throat> okay? <laughs> this is what we're going to do. And she put it down. And left the details of it in the hands of the Lord. If you go and actually read, <clears throat> read the actual scripture verse of um, <clears throat> sixteen nine. Yeah, go and read that. Cause, listen, God's going to direct your steps. God's going to order your steps to wherever you need to go, and He's going to busy Himself with every detail of that plan, of that direction. And, you know, gang, I'm telling you, Sister Veronica, she got the job. She got exactly. So I told the gentleman yesterday, I said, look, you got to have a plan. You got to write it down of exactly what you want. Go ahead. Take the time. Write down exactly what you want. And I promise you this, that God will order your steps in direction of that. Okay. But you got to have a plan. You got to have a direction. You got to write it out. Write it down. Amy and I, we, we did. I, I did that for my wife. Okay, when I was 17 years old, <clears throat> I wrote out exactly what I wanted in my wife. I had a plan of what I wanted in my wife. And you know what? God brought me to that woman and I'm married to her today. Praise God. Guess what? I, <clears throat> I did the same thing. <clears throat> we did, Amy and I, <clears throat> excuse me, did the same thing about our house. We wrote out exactly what we wanted. And guess what? God produced that. We didn't know the details. We didn't know how, but God was busying himself to help us out with that plan. We still kept that plan in front of us. You know, <clears throat> I have, I have a, I have a, uh, a, for me personally, I know that I'll actually, you know, uh, create passive income. I've got a plan for that. All right. And God's the one just, you know, busying himself and <clears throat> I'm counting on his direction He's going to tell me specifically what I need to do and where I need to go or how I need to do it. Okay? So, you know, SEC, listen to me. The kingdom will produce. If you seek the kingdom, you put it first priority in your life, and you place the, you know, you keep yourself in right standing, seeking Him. All right? Seeking Him. God will definitely make it all happen. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. Know you're blessed, highly favored, empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And well, guess what? We'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.